Hey, Rich, let's imagine instead of being Paul, I'm Jim. I am a mid-level person. I'm a manager at an organization. Okay. And I've been reading the paper, and the paper says that a recession is coming. Okay. I've never seen one of these before. What are they? You're 29, aren't you? Yes, I am. Um, Essentially, the American economy, by default, is supposed to grow. It's the best then, part about it. And then sometimes it kind of stops growing or grows a lot less. It recedes. Ooh. Yeah. Like the tide going out. Yeah. And what happens with recessions is if you're still kind of humming along, assuming growth, you could fall through the cracks. You could, you could, you, so what happens is businesses, the economy in general, kind of hangs back. Christmas budget, Christmas gift budget goes down. Parties get smaller. Parties get smaller. Companies spend less. Companies hire less. When companies hire less, that means, oh, companies give less raises. That means you have less spending power. So it's this vicious cycle of sort of a throttling down of the economy. Um, and it's, it, can be, it can be rough. It can be rough. So about two years ago, I got promoted yep. to associate product director. Congratulations, Thank Jim. Thank you. That's Thank great. You. That's great. And whose I'm, ass did you kiss to get that promotion? Well, I I, I know you don't appreciate me even. Insinuating I advocated such for a, myself. I filled out my self review. Fine. I was. I, was ex, I congrats, I, Jim. Congrats. Thank you. Congrats. So I would normally be up for a promotion again this year. I want to make. Associate senior mm. product director. Which I assume would mean a raise as well. I'd love a raise, but I when I go on all the various websites that tell me how to be, yep. they seem to either be focused on getting me to start a union, mm. getting me to uh, accept that I'm going to get laid off and mm. telling me what to do, mm. or they tell me just hold on, hold on, hang in there, go to your job and keep your head really low. Mm-mm. And I'm suspicious of all of that because deep down, yeah, I work for a pretty big organization. I was pretty ambitious. I get good reviews. Mm-hmm. I get you know three stars, four okay. stars. Okay, you know I get a usually get a bonus at the end of the year. I usually get a small bonus at the end of the year. So you might be worried about that too in I'm these not a, tough times. I'm yes, I want to buy a house, and and yeah. here we are, and the U.S. economy is contracting, and you're about seven hundred years older than I am. Mm. So is that right? Should I just not buy a house? Should I just kind of hide under the desk and hope that the Grim mm. Reaper doesn't come for me? What am I supposed to do? I'm not going to get into whether you should buy a house or not. Uh, that's a personal choice, and you have to look at that in the context of, the, of your entire financial picture. Do not hide under the desk. That's a bad scene. Okay. If, yeah. So what, what you want to do, look, let me speak from the perspective of, of you know, a business uh, entrepreneur who had hundreds of people work for me. There's a calculation you do, which is how critical is this person to the org? Like, render yourself absolutely key such that if they touch the Band-Aid, not even rip it off, it is absolute pain for them. Render yourself critical. So hiding under the desk is probably not going to succeed. You're probably not going to be able to do that. Okay, fine. So it sounds get, out of, get, get up. Sit in your chair. It sounds like what you're sh- saying is I, whenever I do anything, I should email my boss. No, don't do that. That's not good either. So what do I do? Um, if you take a look at what the mechanisms are, 
for why a business would be stable and thrive, right? You are in the machine. You are one of the gears in the machine. Continuing to put yourself and render yourself key to stability and growth for that company means that they need you such that when they do have to sit down, and that's a grim... I've been in that meeting where you have to kind of sit down and like look at the list and we got to shave off X dollars. It's actually very clinical. Is it, oh, we cannot let Jim go. That would just be devastating. We're not going to do it. Let me be Paul for a minute. Jim, and I'll talk to Jim. Jim, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, Jim, what you need to do is be aware of the fact that when it gets tough, you're a line on a spreadsheet because everything's aligned yes. on a spreadsheet. Yes. The CEO is aligned on a spreadsheet. Yes. They're all there. When they do these meetings, the CEO's there and his salary is there. Like it's not Bosses have bosses, even CEOs. And so somewhere down that list is you, yes. Jim. You are an FTE, a full-time employee and your mm. salary is known. Yes. And your position is known and the value you bring to the organization is calculated in yeah. some sort of hand-wavy way. Yeah. You got to figure out, you're a little cell on that spreadsheet, and you got to figure out how to start waving a flag. You got to come out of that spreadsheet. Yeah. But it's not about getting attention to you. Don't draw attention to yourself as a line on a spreadsheet. Especially for senior people. Senior people frown on that. They, They read it pretty quickly, and they're like, oh, you don't value my time. Okay, so you're telling me, I'll be Jim again. You're telling me, Rich, that if they are, my entire job is to make sure that if they Look at that spreadsheet and think, what if we get rid of the gym line? Yeah. They go, ooh, hold on a minute. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, they, I mean, they will. Hands. They will do that, right? Like, they, they will do that down the list. Usually, it's layers below. It's like, hey, department head, you need to go shave off 800 grand off your, off your next year's budget. Give me the names. But this is inhuman, and I'm a valuable person, Rich. I know, but... Recessions test the existential will of companies. Again, this is Paul. Recessions are wonderful for s- spreadsheet vendors yeah. and terrible for employees. They're rough. I mean, and, and you know, what, what drives them? What drives them is this sense that under the status quo, the whole endeavor may be at risk. So we're going to have to um, uh, shed some weight. We're going to have to throw some some stuff off the boat, right? Like, yeah, there's, it, because we don't want the whole thing to sink. That's the driver, right? All right, Rich. I accept that I'm aligned on a spreadsheet and I accept yeah. that you're going to tell me what to do and that I need to do it. So yeah. I go to work, I log in, I do my tasks in the, in the, the task management system. I email my boss. I talk Sounds to Sounds like vendors. a pretty lousy job. Well, I do pretty well. I work from home. I have a good setup and okay. I have a nice window I look out of and a golden retriever. And I'm a mid-level project do you, manager. Do you go to work at all? No. Well, we don't really go to work that much anymore. The office is there. You should go to work. Why? Everybody's remote now. Well, I, I think part of rendering rendering yourself critical and elevating your visibility and connecting with others frankly um uh part i think i think it's hard to get noticed when you're home uh when they have to make these hard decisions to feel it, to feel like you have to show your you know your productivity highlight reel during that one meeting you have once a week 
for 30 minutes with your boss is a is not great. So you're yeah. saying I should go in and and go to every office and talk to everyone and show them that I'm there? I think I think connecting with others is a valuable part of the tool set to rendering yourself important and essential to a place. Yes. And I think it's good. But I hold think on. It's also good. Let me be Paul again. Hey Jim, when you go into the office, your job is not to walk around and tell everybody how great you are. You are. Here's your job. What are you working on? How's that going? Is there anything I can do to help? Connect. All right, I'll be Jim again. Rich, I'm willing to go into the office at least three days a week and I'll, I'll ask people what they're up to and I don't mind a little extra work. Um, if you're a manager, you may be worried about your hitting your numbers or you may be worried about... Um, the... But wait, Rich, my manager's job is to advocate for his people and build their careers. That's part of his job. It's part of his job. His job, and again, we're going to have to grossly generalize here, maybe to hit a certain sales target, or it may be to make sure um, the um, the QA uh, uh, failure rate is less than 1% for the widgets that come out of the factory. Who knows what how people's success gets measured differently depending on what their job is. Part of it is, of course, keeping their team happy, and that should be part of it. The best thing you can do is to internalize the goals of your manager. It is an amazingly powerful thing to do because what you're essentially saying is, I feel your pain and I'm here to help you. But right? I don't want to become a suck-up, brown-nosing piece of garbage. Jim, you've got broader issues. That's clear. I don't know if it's a dad thing, but here we are. Um, nobody, good managers don't respond well to sucking up. They never do. They just never do. In fact, they they see right through it, um, and they're like they feel swindled. Okay, Rich, I'm gonna go into the office and I'm gonna say hi to people. I'll have a cup of coffee, and then I'm gonna go to my boss's office. What do you want me to say? How are things? Okay, how are things? You be the boss. How are things? Um. Oh, you're asking me right sure. now. Sure. Um. I need help, man. Good. Um. The Philly office, the numbers just came in. Um, I don't know how to bring them up. Uh, we expected better um, better deals to come through. They're not coming through. Um, I, I'm wondering if we should throw an event or spend on market. I don't know. Um, but I got to roll these up. Boston looks good. New York looks good. Philly um, is is falling short, and I'm, I'm a little anxious about it because they're going to look at Northeast. They don't care that it's Philly. Hey, boss. Do you mind? You can call if me rich. Jim. Oh. You've worked for me for seven years. You thanks. still call me boss. Thanks, Mr. Rich. Okay. Can I have the Philly numbers for a minute? I'll I'm not going to share them with anybody, but I do think with Boston we did a nice thing with that platform and yeah, that, that yeah, marketing yeah. work. And so yeah. I was part of that. And I, I don't know, maybe this will work. I don't know. I just want to see. Is that cool? Yeah, go. Take I mean, sure. Just don't, you know, don't broadcast out. Not a lot of people know yet. Are but, you around tomorrow? Yes. yes. Okay. Let me just I'll I'll report back. I, I'll send you an email or I'll come by. Okay. That? Okay. End scene. Okay. Yes. So yes. That, you're telling me that in order to thrive in a recession, I have to deliver value to the company more so than I might be doing now. I mean, the company is, you know, I, I it always amazes me how sunflowers bend towards the sun. Sure. It's actually kind of wild. 
companies are going to bend towards the actors within them that make it more successful and resilient. That is a natural sort of weird macro social outcome of companies. That's just how the world works. Um, but I'm still crabby about this. It seems to all be about money. Yeah, well, no, not necessarily. You could be in a nonprofit, and the nonprofit may be trying to find a new donor or there's a big whatever. Um, companies have, most companies, most, let's, let's zoom out, most organizations have um, motivations in a macro sense, right? Uh, and, and what are those motivations? They are oftentimes to make money for their owners and to take care of their employees, to provide a stable place to work for people. But ultimately, you don't start a company. Be wary of the company whose mission statement is to provide people with stable jobs. It can't be that. That can't be the end. That's the role of a union. That's the role of a union. That's the role of a government. That's a role of a commune. Not of a government that hires people, but of a government policy. A right? policy. Yeah. A company a, a company performing as a selfish actor brings stability. And that is counterintuitive because it sounds greedy and selfish, but that's not what it is. We're back to the spreadsheet. And this is hard. This part is very hard because you know, it, it essentially is one of those narratives where people go, you know, God, they just treat people like lines on a spreadsheet. And the actual honest answer is yes, you do. When you work at, in management at a company, a big part of your week is you look at a list of humans and resources on a spreadsheet. Yes. And you sum them up and you go, how's that going? And yeah. once a month, somebody comes and shows you the yeah. spreadsheet again yeah. and says, looks like we're going this direction. Yeah. And you go, boy, we're going to have to change that spreadsheet. Yeah. That but, is tough. Like, but that I, is tough. That but, is tough. But I, I really do feel like when we, when as you're giving these points, right, the recession makes that spreadsheet more important every day to your bosses. You're, yeah. And you need to know that you're on it, and it doesn't mean you're good or bad or whatever. I remember processing really hard when I was in my twenties, trying to figure out like the fact that I could be laid off. Yeah. Was really upsetting to me. Yeah. It didn't feel fair or right. Like I would do my job. Yeah. And then there were times where I did a terrible job and I kept expecting to get laid off and nobody cared. So it goes in all sorts of different directions. Of course. Being on the spreadsheet sucks, but I don't, there is no, it is above the pay grade of Ziadi and Ford advisors to fix that. Like yeah. that's, you know. So Rich, okay, I'm going to do these things. It still feels like I'm sucking up to my boss, but I'm going to believe that by being helpful, that's okay. Yeah. Anything else that's going to turn me into a suck up in office, brown nosing weasel employee? Uh, I, no, uh, but I, I will give you some bad news and then hopefully a way to navigate out of the bad news. You may do all of this and you may do real well and you may still not get, you, you may still not get what you deserve. Um, humans, uh, defend their territory. They defend their status. Um, if a manager, if your manager sees you as an absolute rock star, uh, the good ones advocate for you. I want to see you get promoted. The bad ones um, view you as a threat and will actually either A, take credit for your work and not recognize, not, not help you um, project out your abilities in a, in a way that'll, that'll benefit you because they see it as a threat to them. Right? To be fair, let them take credit for your work as long as they also do advocate for you. Yes. Yes. Don't don't get upset if they take credit for your work. That's get right. upset if they take credit for your work and then suppress your success. 
and here is the number one anti-political, the most, no, let me do it again. Here is the most powerful political tool you can use, your work. It is going to get out, word will get out, talk to your peers, talk about how you solve the thing openly, and it is a brutally neutralizing thing. And I'm saying this as, as someone who ran an agency and helped our clients navigate really rough political waters, the number one thing we would say to them is, get this work out and everyone will line up and will get on your side because they will want to be near your success. Work, your work output is the most powerful political tool. Here is, this is a very abstract lesson, but it's completely real. Social reality is nowhere near as potent as reality reality. Reality reality. But people forget that because they can't see or touch reality reality. Especially we were building digital things, but the truth, it's, it's, true of opening the new store or going into the new market or dealing yeah. with the problem in front of you. Yeah. The what people immediately react to is, well, you know, Mike is going to get really upset about this. Yeah. We need to work around that. And yeah. now everybody's orienting around Mike getting upset. If you can just go do your work and maybe you do need to go home and not be at the office for a minute, but more likely you just need to go in the office so you can yeah. get some work done. Yeah. You'll be amazed at how much more stable you are if yeah. you find yourself constantly working around what humans expect as opposed to getting something done, then start looking because you will be the first on the block. And yeah. it, you may not have the ability to change that. Yeah. Uh, your work output, your work product is much more powerful than oral arguments. It's real. It's real. <laughs> it's and, just the reality of but life. But not in the local, not this week. Not but, this week, but it's over a, a six-month period. And that's the hardest game. thing to process. And in fact, what it does is it, it gets everybody yep. motivated to be political. Yes, that's right. That's right. All right, Rich. Um, hang in there, everyone. Um, uh, I don't know if there will be a recession. Regardless, I don't know if we need to... Like, David Solomon says there will be, and he's a DJ. Well, oh, David Solomon, the CEO of Goldman Sachs. And he's a DJ. Said there's a possibility there will be a recession. Do you think he has a little DJ booth in his office at Goldman Sachs so when he brings you in to yell at you, he's just like, hold on a minute. And then he like puts up his hand because the drop is coming and then it's like, oh, you're fired. That's a rough, that's a drop. I don't think that you can DJ a reduction in force at Goldman Sachs. I think that's not cool. It's not cool. So I doubt he does that. I don't think he does The board would have a strong opinion. Um, we, uh, We hope you find this useful. Poor Jim. Jim's a little crabby. He needs to get in the office and just like perk up and put on a bow. Um, hit us up. We are at Ziadi Ford on Twitter. We are everywhere podcasts go. And hello at ZiadiFord.com if you've got topic ideas or you need advice on anything. We are here in the spirit of generosity, Paul. Hang in there, folks. Recessions happen. We'll get through it. And uh, we'll keep talking. We'll keep figuring it all out, Rich. That's what we do. Kitty cat hanging off a tree tree branch. Hang in there. Hang in there. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.